This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bring you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Sunday, the 12th of September, and the weather is really cloudy. It's so hot. Hot? <laughs> It is very hot. It today. was very chilled. What? Co- It Maybe was cool. it was cooler at like 9 a.m. No, then, it was cool for me today, and really? I was really happy. Okay. That's weird. I think it depends on the area you were in. I was Probably. in the Corniche, so there's oh, a lot of water and yeah. beach. That's why you got charge the good Corniche. Breeze. And I was yeah. like, yeah, even when I got into my car, my AC was hotter than the air outside. Really? Yes, and I had okay. the windows down. Nice, nice. Well, yes. we're getting uh, snippets of winter. It actually rained this weekend in different areas in Sharjah, one of them being Dhid. They got yeah. some good rain. Actually, on my way to uh, Zahia city center, Uh, on Thursday night, yes. there was a little bit of rain, but I thought someone really? was, yeah, but I thought in the beginning someone was turning on the windshield wipers and it was coming on to me. Oh, I have But it turns out rain. it was rain. And I was like, wow. And I was going on the way to El Dhir, but taking a little bit different route to Zahi oh, Center. Okay, I'm so sad I missed it. It wasn't that much. It was a little bit of a shower. But you know what you're not missing, Omnia? Uh, what am I not missing? The news in the tech <laughs> world today as we're talking about female Abu Dhabi varsity students and how they have displayed AI-powered projects at the 7th Annual International Arab WIC Conference, which was held virtually by my university, my, you know, the <laughs> university I graduated from, Sharjah University. And uh, I am proud because I'm a graduate of Sharjah University. And to see them do such big things puts a smile on my face. Yes, indeed. We've got lots to share about those female innovators. And we're going to tell you exactly what inventions that they come up with. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be introduced to the new SpaceX team the crew that is actually made up of mostly civilians four civilians will actually blast into space on a spacex rocket on the next voyage and they're basically going to be going at a much longer trip than what richard branson went on so i'm very excited to reveal more details about that in just a few moments yes and we're also talking about what what's up once again as they have beefed up their end-to-end encryption to increase data security Now, uh, these type of news, they don't actually, you know, excite me anymore. And I'll tell you why. Why? Just last week, we talked about how Facebook actually does read our WhatsApp messages. True. Regardless of what, you know, they yep. say or claim. So, I mean, why would you beef up the end-to-end encryption when you're reading <laughs> them anyway? True about that. Um, coming up in the world of gadgets, we've got big news that has actually been making headlines pretty much everywhere and pictures of these glasses have been all over social media. Facebook has finally launched their partnership with Ray-Bans. We've got new smart glasses for all your Facebook stories and I'm very excited to see who's going to go ahead and get their hands on one of them. Yes, and we're also talking about Google's Material U design which is rolling out to Gmail, Calendar and the Google Docs app. We got a lot in store for you guys today on Pulse 95, so keep it locked. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we got all the news right here at the University of Sharjah. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. 
female innovators. We've increasingly been seeing, the, been seeing them making headlines right here in the UAE. And we've got some to celebrate right here in the heart of Sharjah. Because Sharjah University actually held one of the biggest conferences when it comes to portraying and basically discussing different projects that students work on. And they recently held the 7th the Annual International Arab WIC Conference. It was all done virtually and we've got some projects that were actually mm-hmm. done by different students at Abu Dhabi University that we're going to be telling you all about. Yes, we're talking about an AI-powered wearable communication device for the deaf and blind and even an advanced serverless chatbot system which was designed with natural language understanding capabilities to actually help patients locate hospitals with available beds. Now, these were among the innovative research projects that were showcased by female students in Abu Dhabi at a recent virtual uh, international conference, which was held by Sharjah University, which is, you know, sought to highlight the contributions Mm -hmm. of Arab women in computing and technology. And actually, Omnia, we did see six teams of undergraduate and even postgraduate students from the Computer Science and Information Technology Department and a couple of other engineering departments. Now, we always like to highlight Mm -hmm. Arab women in technology, as we do know that Technology or AI in general, the field of AI, is very male-dominated. Sadly. (laughs) Yeah, of course, sadly. And now we're looking at how Arab women are jumping up on the ranks, on the ladders, and saying, hey, we can too do innovative innovative projects that do help people. And this is what we have to offer. Absolutely. They're all changing the the narrative one innovation at a time. Now, one of the projects, just like you mentioned, Hani, is a wearable communication device that was basically designed for those who are deaf or who struggle with any visual disabilities. And this band is actually called Jusur, which basically is like trying to bridge the gap between how normal, you know, or completely healthy people would see and hear versus someone who's in. We need your uh, translating. Uh, Omnia capabilities right now. So Jisr is one. <laughs> bridge. Jisr is a singular bridge. Yes, bridge. Jisr is bridges. Multiple bridges. So <laughs> the wearable device is supposed to bridge people together. Yes, yes, indeed. And this was actually developed by students known as, or the three students, Fatima Abdel Majid, Hamda uh, Fasla, and Huda Khavji. And they all actually were working on this AI powered system that would basically have natural communication with its peers through instantaneous conversations. And what matters here is that the conversations are happening instantaneously which basically means you're not going to have any buffer time you won't have to wait for the you know whatever was said to basically be translated it will happen all in real time and all simultaneously yeah and another project we're talking about is the uae e-learning sentiment analysis framework which is developed by students Dana Wahbi Hajar Al-Maskari and Khaloud Siradi and even Ahmed Al-Hamadi. Mm-hmm. Now, it does provide a real-time insight into the public's emotions and even opinions which do concern the e-learning process right here in the UAE through sentiment analysis of social media content mm-hmm. to help empower decision-makers and even education regulators. Now, we're looking at how all of these projects are designed, you know, to help the public and to promote public awareness on technology and how technology can be used in our daily life to, you know, Omnia, QOF, quality of life. Yes. To help all quality of life. And, you know, technology in general, mm-hmm. when it was created, it was to improve our quality of life. Phones, they improve our quality of life. Absolutely. Wearables, they improve our quality of life. 
And all these projects, these innovative projects, are to improve the quality of life of us people and people of determination. Yes, indeed. Now, the third project that we're going to be highlighting today is actually a chatbot that was developed by Farah Sheikh and Aruba Khalid. It's basically like a serverless chatbot system that is designed with natural language understanding capabilities. And the main aim behind this chatbot is to basically help patients locate hospitals with available beds and resources. Because we've seen the COVID-19 pandemic basically put all hospitals on like emergency mode. Beds were taken in some countries you could barely find resources in any hospital so this new chatbot was basically meant to help alleviate all the burden that was placed on the hospitals but also on academic advisors because this chatbot was also being used by different colleges and college students to virtually inquire about all the academic matters that they needed whether it was helping them return back to campuses instead of actually having all that burden be on professors and peer leaders you can actually go ahead and ask that Microsoft Teams powered virtual mm-hmm. assistant and get your answers almost immediately. Big shout out to all these students that are doing this innovative technology to help us, you know, uh, simple people yes. that cannot create innovative <laughs> things and help our quality of life. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, do or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Out of these, out of all these projects, which project would you implement? on your daily life. Yes, indeed. We're hopefully going to have them also on the show very, very soon. Coming up on today's show, we are going to be talking all about the new SpaceX crew and who are their team members. They may just be civilians, just like you and I. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. SpaceX Inspiration 4, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about SpaceX and, you know, the race to space. I must say, cute name. You yeah, know, they're I mean, an inspiration for other people as and well. And they're four <laughs> people, so, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Now, today we're talking about who are the crew and what is, you know, Jared, Jared Iceman's net worth. Now, you're probably wondering, who is Jared Iceman? And we're going to get to that in just a moment now. Just four civilians will blast into space on SpaceX rocket on an orbital voyage lasting around several days. Now, the amazing part about this is that they're civilians. Yes. They are not trained or they were not trained mm-hmm. uh, astronauts or space voyagers. And it just is kind of like a pilot phase to show you that, hey, anyone is capable of space travel. Absolutely. These four aspiring private astronauts have actually already arrived at NASA's Kennedy Space Center for an orbital space flight that's going to be happening on the 15th of September. So many things are happening in, you know, mm-hmm. starting from the 14th of September up until October. Um, the mm-hmm. crew, yeah. Yeah, I, b- I believe that this is the, a peak time to send things to space. Yeah. Because if... Uh, things, we, humans, you name it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the whole probe, I do believe it was sent when i feel like it was in july august Ju- around me. around the time i think there's a window yes uh where where uh, a couple of months it's easier to send things to space or people yeah. to space yes indeed now the crew of inspiration 4 which is actually the first mission to space to be staffed entirely by civilian all these four civilians have actually undergone a lot of training to prepare them for that voyage around the earth which will basically be lasting about several days however what we do know is that this flight will fly or the rocket itself will fly much higher much faster and also much further than both 
of the trips that Richard Branson was on and the one that Jeff Bezos was on. Yes, now thanks to the mission's financial backer, billionaire entrepreneur, who does go by the name of Jared Iskman. Obviously, they will be flying much higher and faster and further. But obviously, a common thread that runs between the pioneering projects like Virgin Galactic. What, actually, Omnia, for a second, you know, yeah. Virgin Galactic, we haven't heard about them in a while. We have. It's the, Isn't the, the one that Richard Branson was on? Yeah, but I mean, they, they kind of, you know, kept stay, quiet yeah, a little bit. Yeah, stayed you know? low. They laid low for and a while. Blue Origin, after Jeff Bezos went, we haven't heard a lot about them. But now, Inspiration4 is the idea that space is for everyone. But is and it really for everyone? <laughs> I mean, it's for people who have everyone money. Yes, right? exactly. But, you know, it will take off from the Kennedy Space Center's launch path 39A, which believe it or not, is the same launch pad that Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins blasted off before landing on the moon over 50 years ago. Now, the Inspiration4 mission is intended to show that space travel is no longer the exclusive domain of rival superpowers and the titans of aerospace industry. So they're saying that, listen, you know, space travel will become like airplane travel, like airlines. You can Go to a private company mm. and or a private space agency and say, hey, I want to go to the moon. And they'd be like, hey, pay $10,000 and you're off you go. Exactly. It comes with a very hefty price tag. Not everyone just gets to go to the moon, which is exactly why sometimes whenever I read the slogan that they came up with, it frustrates me a bit. I can't lie because their slogan mm-hmm. is if they can go, we can all go. But at the end of the day, who has this much money to be able to afford one seat one seat for a couple of days. I mean... So like $10,000? Even more, isn't it? Mm. It's a lot more than $10,000. That's what I remember. Yeah, I mean, we did see, you know, in the beginning during, you know, the crowdfunding stage, around $250,000, Justin Bieber, uh, Mariah Carey, a lot of famous celebrities did book a seat on the Virgin Galactic. But again, if they are trying to put the demographic that uh, space is for everyone, Mm. I'm looking at $10,000 to $20,000. Do you know what's the price tag for one trip Mm. $250,000 yeah I mean when was that article published we're talking about different trips so on Virgin Galactic one passenger would cost $250,000 and that's pretty cheap because if you compare it to a seat on Blue Origins it was auctioned uh, it it was auctioned at $28 million back in June and on another SpaceX Crew Dragon it actually cost $55 million ahead I, I, One I, person. Yeah, I know. Uh, obviously, those those prices are, are ridiculous. But the thing that I'm trying to, you know, put, wrap my head, head around or make yeah. it make sense, uh, per se, mm. is that just Inspiration4 is coming out and saying that space is for everyone, right? Yeah. Obviously, not everyone has $250,000. Or only, $50 million. <laughs> or 50, $55 million. But again, the thing that I'm looking at yeah. is that it's going to be under $50,000, right? That's the, that's the only thing that would make sense. Because if we're looking at an airline, for example, right? Mm. Let's go and talk about uh, British Airways, right? Mm. A a first class seat will cost you around fifty thousand dollars to Los Angeles, right? True. Fifty thousand dollars, which if you round it around, it's around thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. So airlines are still expensive in a way when you're taking they first are. class. But imagine space travel. I'm looking at the, the threshold of twenty to twenty five thousand dollars. 
Well, let's hope that's the that's the final. Yeah, price I mean, I don't tag. have twenty thousand dollars to spend on a plane uh, on a space travel. But again, for space to be for everyone, it does have to go a little bit lower. I agree. For, I agree on that one. Let us know what are your thoughts, and do you believe that private space tourism is for everyone? Just like we've seen being advertised the past few months. Coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots to share with you as we discuss WhatsApp's end-to-end encryption, the data security that they've always been talking about. Mm -hmm. Is it true or is it just a big scam? Keep Pulse 95 locked to find out more about it. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download, but 99.9999% of you already have this app downloaded. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the what's up and how they are beefing up end-to-end encryption to increase data security. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we already know that Mm -hmm. Facebook, which does own what's up, already reads our messages. So why would you beef up? The end-to-end encryption. And the question is, don't they already have an end-to-end encryption? Yeah, they're making it a little bit better. Yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. Facebook will allow users to choose to enable end-to-end encryption on their backups, too, as part of its latest move to improve data privacy. Yes, indeed. So now every user has the ability to basically back up their messages on the cloud, which basically means you can use Google Drive, you can use Apple's iCloud, and you'll have access to all these backups. Back in the day, you could not potentially have access to those backups. Uh, Usually just Apple can or Google can, but now they're allowing every user to basically have end-to-end encryption on these backups. So neither WhatsApp nor the cloud service provider, whether you're using Google or even Apple, would basically have any access to them. This is yet another layer of privacy that Mr. Mark Zuckerberg believes will help encourage people to use WhatsApp a little bit more. (laughs) Now, this move does obviously arrive after Facebook did face scrutiny over its privacy policies for the messaging service. Now, earlier this week, there was a report highlighting how contract workers actually go through millions of private messages that have been flagged by users as potentially abusive. And Omni and I did talk about this last week. So if right now I go and I flag Omni's chat between her and I, uh, a Facebook contract worker will actually go through our messages and see what was flagged as, you know, abusive. Without me, without, without my Omni, knowledge. Without Omnia's consent. Yes. So, uh, but the consent is from me. Yeah. Right? So, I mean... Uh, it's kind of weird. I'm trying to find out a way to kind of explain <laughs> this. But, I mean, it's it's like, Omnia, I'm going to, you know, ask Apple if I can go through your phone. And Apple's yes. going to say, hey, you can go through my phone. But Omnia has no consent over it and she has no knowledge over it. True. This is exactly what's been happening. And I feel like this is just one way that Mark Zuckerberg is basically trying to hide hide the, the drama that happened, maybe patch up some of the mistakes that has been done or that have been done in the past. Let us know what are your thoughts. Do you go ahead and back up your chats? That's a big question that I feel like a lot of people don't do. I personally don't remember the last time I backed up my chats. Maybe when I switch phones. That's the I have it time. automatically. Oh, okay. Nice so one. every couple of weeks, I believe it will update. Okay, let us know how often do you back up your chats on WhatsApp and if you are excited that now Apple, Google and WhatsApp themselves, Mark Zuckerberg himself and all of his contract workers won't have access to this backup. Coming up on today's show, we're talking about the story that has been exciting a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Facebook and Ray-Bans have actually collaborated and they've officially 
launched the new Ray-Ban Stories smart glasses. How do they look like and what features do they have? You gotta stay tuned to find out more about it. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. New tech that you might want to play with, or in this case, wear and show off to all of your friends because Ray-Ban and Facebook have finally launched the story smart glasses that they have actually been, they've been promoting it for quite some time now, for a couple of years, I would say. And they come at a pretty hefty price tag of $300, $299 if you want to be more exact and specific. And these glasses are available online and in select retail stores in the United States, Australia, Canada, Ireland, Italy, and the UK. And I do have a good feeling they're going to be available in the UAE very, very soon. Yes, now Facebook has joined forces with the Franco-Italian eyewear company. Let me try to say this real quick. Essilor Luxitica. Let's just say what they're best known for. Ray-Ban brand. So <laughs> it is going to launch its first smart glasses in the market. So this is the first time that Ray-Ban has actually stepped into the smart glasses market. Now, they will be called Ray-Ban Stories, which is a new smart glasses that does let users capture photos, record videos, listen to music, podcasts, and take phone calls without even taking out their smartphone. Now, just like Omnia said, Facebook has been in the works and there was a lot of rumors about their smart glasses for quite some time now. And we actually had a hunch already that Raybon would be, you know, the the smart the the frame or the smart glasses in general that Facebook would be teaming up with. Yes, indeed. Now, what's interesting about this um, smart glasses is the fact that the main idea behind it is that they don't want people to have to choose between document documenting and posting things on social media and having to use their phones because a lot of people i'm one of them i don't necessarily enjoy using my phone when i'm with other people if i'm with someone i put my phone aside and i will enjoy the time i have with them and sometimes that means you're losing or missing out on making memories because you don't necessarily capture those moments and this is exactly what ray-ban stories smart glasses want to change they don't want to give you that option between interacting with a device or interacting with the world around you. So with these smart glasses, you can basically control your capture, what moments you want to capture through a physical button. It's very similar to like an on and off switch. This button, you click on it and it will immediately capture a photo or even start recording videos. And all these videos and photos are taken through your point of view. Personally, I feel like it is honestly quite a copy of the spectacles that snapchat glasses yes yeah that snapchat launched a couple of years ago but with this uh, smart glass you can also have you'll also have a tiny touchpad that would allow you to adjust the volume of the video or even answer a phone call so i feel like they combine the bose uh, smart headphones Mm -hmm. or smart Smart glasses glasses, glass headphones with the Snapchat spectacles with a little bit of a Facebook touch to it. And not only that, it's all in one. So Snap Spectacles or Snap Glasses would only, you know, record videos with the Snapchat app. Yeah, So with this one, you have freedom of whatever application you want to use it with, even if it's your stock camera or video application in your phone. So, you know, I I think I want to get one. Really? Yes. I mean, it would be cool. You know, just to have smart glasses on. And, and they look really nice. They look look really nice. Versus yes. how 
Snapchat spectacles yeah, look like. They're they a little look, bit bulky, the snap, snap yes, the glasses, yeah. They look a lot like what Bose's headphone sunglasses looked like. I remember we once tried them out when Big Hass actually got them on his show. Um, when we're talking about specs, these glasses, they come with a twin 5 megapixel camera and three microphone audio setup. So you have quite clear voice and sound transmission for all the calls and videos. And you can actually record up to a 30 second video using the capture button or even the hands free by using Facebook Assistant's voice command. So imagine you just tell Facebook, I want to record a video and it'll start recording for you. Yes, and it does come with a price tag of 1,100 dirhams. Which, you know, I'm going to say something that a lot of people might not actually like. Hmm. It is quite affordable. It is. Because it's like Ra an Apple Watch. Yeah, and the Ray-Ban line actually is quite expensive. True. So, to have a, a Ray-Ban brand glasses and in cooperation with Smart Glasses that does all of that, it is quite affordable wearable. Now, Facebook did kind of hit the nail on the coffin when it did come to these Smart Glasses. Because, number one, anyone that wants to wear sunglasses, because Ray these Ray-Bans are, you know, deemed as sunglasses, yeah. they want something stylish and trendy. True. That is checked off, you know, the the, the, the list. And everything else that this glasses these glasses do provide is something that anyone would want. And let's not forget, there's a touchscreen module inside of these glasses. Yes, and what's amazing about these glasses is even though they are launched by Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook, they are not just bound to Facebook's apps. So mm -hmm. they're not just, you You can use them on pretty much any social media application, not just Facebook or WhatsApp or uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can use them on TikTok, you can use it on Twitter, you can use it on Facebook Messenger and even Snapchat. So you can even store all the videos and photos that you take on your phone on the photos app on your ios let's say or even on the android device which makes it pretty easy for you to edit videos to share content on the go and even keep them just for memories a lot of people have been wondering what about privacy capturing videos and photos on the go means that people can be taking videos and photos of you without you even knowing that's another thing that facebook had in mind and that's exactly why when someone is recording a video or even taking a photo there will be a white led light that's going to be glowing from that person's glasses so you would know as a person passing by that this person is recording that this user is recording a video or a photo so i think it's quite a smart way to kind of safeguard the yeah. privacy of those wearing it and those around you yeah you don't want to be having a conversation with someone and they're recording it right in front of you and yeah. you have no knowledge about it so that's why facebook has you know shown that white led light and you know to me it's a great 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 concept and i want to see what happens if they'll do prescription glasses as Ooh. well for those you know who have uh, problems with their eyes true and uh you know I might get my hands or I might get my face on one of those glasses. <laughs> Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215-Dura-Thoughts, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Would you jump on the Ray-Ban smart glasses that were designed by Facebook? Yes or no? We're taking a short break, but when we come back... We're talking all about the new look that is coming to every person's Gmail, Google Calendar, and even Google Documents app. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Google today and their material, material U. And it's a design that is rolling out to Gmail Calendar and even Google Docs application. Now, this new look will include changes to navigation bars and even improved action buttons, among others. Now, 
when it does come to Google's apps, they are, you know, the flagship of professionalism, right? Mm. You don't see anyone using Hotmail anymore, Yahoo.com. I have Hotmail just because, you know, it's it's been there forever. <laughs> but anything that has to do with professionalism and, you know, for quality of life, my go-to is Google Apps. Now, you know, a lot of tech fanatics have been eagerly waiting to try out the new Android 12 and even the design changes that do come along with it. And Google is now starting to roll out its new Material U design system to Gmail, Calendar, Docs, and a lot more apps as well. Yes, indeed. This new look will basically include a lot of changes to the navigation bars. It will have much improved action buttons. Also, Google's Sans text. So all those who've been waiting for this feature, it's going to be coming very soon. And you will have a lot better readability on the different application that Google has. This is part of the bigger redesign that Android has been cooking up for quite some time for their Android 12 update. So this is going to include big bubbly buttons, shifting colors, smooth, much smoother animations, and also some overhauls to built-in apps. So this basically means that anyone who has a phone that runs Android 12 will be able to basically match the colors inside the apps for what is outside the app, which will basically mean you can personalize your application scheme colors and even the features within it to suit you best also they're introducing color-coded file types which i don't know about you honey but it brings me back to high school when everyone had like specific file color for every subject uh, i never did that <laughs> i just had one notebook for it all oh my god yeah even during university days but again a lot of people you know they like to be organized and google does give you uh, you know that option to be organized and who doesn't want to be organized? Me. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Are you excited for the new, you know, updates on these Google apps? Would you, you know, be inclined to use them more now or not? Well, Do you know when they're coming in, these changes? Tell me. So, they're going to be appearing on Google Calendar on the 20th of September and Google Meets on the 19th of September. Once again, September is full of surprises. When it does come to tech, yes, yes. indeed. And we got two more days until the Apple announcement, the Apple, uh, you know, big uh, the big launch. They're going to be telling us all the new lineups for the iPhone 13, which I will be, be waiting eagerly <laughs> for it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. Let us know which story was your favorite, but we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.